Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kicking Out of Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and keeping with the holiday spirit, uh, this episode we're going to be covering, I'm going to be doing a book review slash um, action figure recap of the Hasbro, uh, WWF Hasbro collection action figures. I've attained quite a few in the last several years since I've begun recollecting. I've told some similar stories in the last recording uh, when it came to the WCW Galoop figures and the ECW old San Francisco Toymaker figures, and I thought it'd be cool to recap uh, the contents of this book called Hasbro Maniacs Guide to WWF Hasbro from HasbroManiacs.com. It's 52 pages. It uh, came with a free poster. Um, and uh, it goes over the history of the Hasbro figures. So I'm going to review this book here that I've been, uh, I've been, you know, parous, you know, uh, looking through, browsing through, if you will. And I'm going to, uh, you know, go over each series of the Hasbros uh, that's listed here in the book and uh, talk about uh, the 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 experiences I had as a kid with those particular action figures as well as to you know recollecting now what I had as a kid his versus what I didn't have as a kid what I have now that I didn't have when I was younger um, and uh, there's there's a fair amount in here that I still don't have at the time of this recording but uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun uh, this might be broken up into uh, two parts so uh, if I don't get through all this book in the first part I'll definitely get through that and my collection in the second part um, so for those of you out there that are looking for or who are big action figure collectors looking into uh, restarting uh, the Hasbro collection, I highly suggest you go find HasbroManiacs.com. Um, I got this book actually through a guy on Instagram called the at Hasbro Fanatic. His name is Ryan Souza. He's a part of the Era uh, Wrestling Action Figure Club that I'm a part of on Facebook. Uh, he, he got this uh, for me. It was, um, I believe the individual's name was Danny Cage over in Germany that made this book. And there's been a couple of other uh, Hasbro um, retrospective uh, books that have come out that I'll probably purchase at some point, but I saw this. This is like the first of its kind, really, and this is an extended edition. Apparently, there was a there was one um, previous to this that, uh, that 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 didn't have as much as this particular issue. Um, that I'm holding in my hand currently, but um, I'm gonna take some pictures of the the pages inside the book and um, some of the stuff with my action figures that I have currently, and I'll post it up on our social media on Facebook and uh, Twitter, facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two, and our Twitter handles at kicking out two k i c k n o u t and the number two. If you guys got Hasbro's you want to share on both our Facebook and Twitter pages, then post them up there. If you guys are looking to uh, to sell some of your Hasbro's, then uh, by all means go to the era on Facebook. Facebook, join the group or you could just DM me and if there's anything that you have that I don't have that I want or maybe a better version of something than I have a cleaner version a mint uh, a, a mint Lucy if you will because I'm a loose collector I'm not an MLC guy um, then uh, by all means um, you know hit, hit, hit me up on social media on our on our kicking out of two accounts on either Facebook or Twitter whatever you have um, or you can find me on Instagram at Rosen Coaster um, some of the action figure collectors out there apparently have uh, heard my social media handle uh, called on uh, some of the uh, Conrad Thompson podcasts like uh, 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff or something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard the orange show I've had a number of questions uh, taken chosen uh from social media so i'll get a few dms every once in a while hey are you the rosen coaster on uh, the 83 weeks podcast your question get your questions get asked a fair amount and i appreciate the shout um 
So uh, if you if you want to reach me on Instagram, by all means, um, you know, at Rosencoaster, DM me, uh, request to follow me. Um, I, I post a lot about uh, my um, my kicking out at two um, podcast as well as my normal everyday life. Uh, I'm hoping to, at this point, by the time this recording drops, to have an Instagram page set up. So by then, maybe you won't have to reach me my personal Instagram. You can go right to um, a kicking out at two Instagram if I you know get around to doing that by the time this recording drops. But uh, nonetheless, I'm looking forward to this. Like I said, this might be a two-parter. It's probably going to be a two-parter because there's a lot in here to cover regarding uh, my action figures and uh, the contents of this book as well. So when I when I saw this book come out, I was like, I gotta have this. And um, for a long time, the, the the book came out, then it was sold out, and then uh, I believe in the era, someone I just. I just actually this book was used in the major figure wrestling podcast YouTube video regarding the history of the Hasbros with Zack Ryder aka AEW's Matt Cardona, Kurt Hawkins aka Impact Wrestling's Brian Myers. They referenced this as well as the other host Mark Sterling who was who played MJF's attorney on AEW a few months back. Anyhow, um, they referenced this and they highly suggested to pick this up. It's, you know, a, a really great read. Um, some stuff I didn't know about Hasbro's. Now, full disclosure, me doing this podcast um, was a direct inspiration from the major figure wrestling YouTube video that I watched, which was like four and a half hours long. I had to watch it in parts. Um, I was up for like two hours one night in bed with my earphones on watching it and the brightness um, of the, the, the video had uh, woken up my wife and so long story short had to finish it the next day or a couple days later but anyhow um the uh the, the magazine was used as reference on the um the major figure uh youtube video and those guys all those guys have every single figure in here all the accessories everything's mint all the action works this stuff here i have some figures that are absolutely mint mint condition and all the actions work and there's some where there's some normal wear and tear as action figures would have it um you know matt cardone aka Zack Ryder whatever you want to refer to him as he's a lunatic when it comes to the Hasbro collection he's got different variants and prototypes and I'll discuss that in the book um, later on as we go but um, you open the first page and it highlights the series one which came out in 1990 it was available at Toys R Us they had the big commercials on TV in between the, the commercial breaks for WWF programming with like Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper and Ultimate Warrior and macho king and um it was just so cool as a youngster to see these figures and the the action i grew up my first set of wrestling action figures were the ljns the big rubber ones they called them dolls um and so uh, i i liked those but then you know those weren't as a, they i think they lgn ljn uh, lost the license and they stopped producing them and then there was a period of time where there was like a year or so where wwf didn't have a, a licensing agreement with a toy company and then hasbro got the license and you know voila we're we're here and um i'll go through series one here um in the book the pictures will show individual shots of um the action figures with their accessories as well as at the bottom of the page on pages two and three you'll see um, pictures of the action figures in the um in the cards the mint on cards if you will and i'm not an moc guy there's guys that are that, that collect and spend hundreds of thousands upon thousands of dollars of um 
MOC and you know making sure that the cards are mint and that's great for people that like to do that but me I'm the kind of guy and I've said I said it on the previous recording regarding the WCW and ECW figures I like to pull the guys out I like to hold them I like to you know kind of mess with them a little bit um, and I'm gonna do that as I go along here and I'm gonna take some pictures to post on the Facebook as well with certain figures and things like that so you guys can see um, what I was doing during this recording but anyhow um, the first one is Macho Man Randy Savage from Series 1, and he has the Elbow Smash. Um, this Randy Savage here, uh, he's got a pretty nice tan, the orange uh, headband with the traditional Macho Man sunglasses, the, um, the, the, the orange uh, ring tights with the white stars in the front, doesn't say Macho Man on the back, and then he's got yellow knee pads and yellow boots. Now I'm guessing this was towards the end of the Mega Powers storyline when this when this uh, figure was um, was taken in the prototype, um, but this is one of my favorite figures. I like the way it looks, the elbow smash where you take the figure and you lift his arms back and you drop him down. Um, the one thing I don't, and I talked about this on the previous recording, the one thing I don't like about this figure is two things. One, you know, I'm the kind of person that really enjoys little details and the the macho man name on the back of the tights is not there so that's a little bit of a disappointment for me but also um there's molding for savage to uh have wrist tape on his on both hands on the right and the left and the wrist tape is not painted but the molding was made no reason why uh even on the youtube video that uh cardona and myers produced they weren't sure why they didn't paint the wrist tape i don't know if it was for time purposes but nonetheless um, this Randy Savage is one of my favorites. Um, one of my favorite Randy Savage figures of all time. And uh, the the action works, as you can hear in the background. I'll... But yeah, um, this Macho Man Randy Savage, one of my favorite figures of all time. The I like the color, the tan, um, just kind of matches up. It, it really resembles the Macho Man. And I've said it in the previous recording. Um, these Hasbro figures have like a cartoon element to them that I'm just it's just so appealing to me personally. Um, they 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 emulate and look like the guys on TV, but with like a mixture, like almost like a caricature of themselves. And it, it's pretty cool. I really like it. So that's the Macho Man Randy Savage from Series One. Um, Hulk Hogan uh, is up next here, and Hulk comes, his action is the the Hulkamania Slam. Um, let me make sure I see that correctly. Yeah, I think it's the Hulkamania Gorilla, or it's the Gorilla Press Slam. And, you know, Hulk, his arms will move back, um, and it's making the noise. As you can hear it. The action is a little bit loose here. Um, this, Hulk, this Hulk Hogan was the original Hulk Hogan I had as a kid. Now, the first Hasbro action figures I had gotten as a kid, I believe my grandmother bought them for me in a store like Caldors or Bradley's or something. My mother's mother uh, bought those for me. Uh, part of me wants to say we we're on the way to Hampton Beach in New Hampshire for a, some, for a weekend or a long week on vacation as a kid. And we stopped at a store and I saw these Hasbros. And uh, the first ones I got were Jake the Snake and Ravishing Recruit. And I'll get to those in a moment. And... I think not long after that was when I was able to acquire Hogan because Hogan was my guy. Um, but, uh, you know, for a while I only had maybe about three or four. Maybe I had like Hogan and, and DiBiase, Jake the Snake, and Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, 
and then uh, later on that year christmas time i got a few more but i wanted the ring and i didn't get the ring until we went to my nan and grandpa's house my dad's parents and they got me the ring and so i had like five or six guys to play with in the ring and i was in heaven at that point but you know anyhow this hulk hogan here is from my childhood and now when i had you know a, a fair amount of hasbros as a youngster i obviously grew out of the um the you know the stage of 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 the hasbro action figures um and i was trying to keep up with you know who is currently in wrestling and and things like that and um but i managed to keep a few um for no particular reason i just did and this hulk hogan was one of them uh he comes with the hulk rules shirt and very uh very in tune with what he looked like on tv the you know red and yellow um the, uh, the 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 muscle definition, the the ripped um, holes in the back of the shirt, the the, the red headband, um, everything about it uh, just resembled and looked like Hulk Hogan, and uh, one of the one of the best figures out of this group. The next figure um, on deck is the Andre the Giant figure, which as a kid I never had Andre. Andre was hard to find in my area, so I've never had Andre. Um, this Andre the Giant here, um, it's the his action is known as the Giant Jolt, and basically his torso just kind of moves forward, and his arms um, can move up and down. Um, this I got a couple of years ago when I was doing the uh, the, the recollecting, if you will, and uh, part of the um, the the singlet was repainted by the individual. Um, Andre, not a very hard figure to come by um, in, in in loose, but in MOC, uh, mint on card, it, it, in the market that I've seen, it could be hard to come by to find Andre, but if it is, it's it's pretty pricey. But um, this Andre didn't have him as a kid, always tried looking for him, didn't couldn't find him. I had all of Series 1 except for Andre the Giant. Uh, so... I didn't. Uh, I didn't have Andre as a kid, but um, I was when when I was recollecting, I was like, gotta make sure I can get Andre, and that was one of the first guys I picked up of, of the Hasbro's. Um, next up is the Ultimate Warrior, and the Ultimate Warrior here is probably one of the very few jumpers of the Hasbro's that I am that I like. I'm not a big fan of the jumper figures and I'll explain to you what those are. There's like a little mechanism on the back of the figure that you can like put your finger down or your thumb down and you you release and the figure jumps up in the air. Um, this Ultimate Warrior here, the color scheme is really cool. Reminds me a lot of the poster from WrestleMania 6 with the neon green and the pink. Uh, he's got the white boots, the tassels, the muscle definition, just, you know, it, 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 it's reminiscent of what you would see on tv with the ultimate warrior the face paint the hair now i didn't know this until i watched the the major figure podcast uh, video but uh originally there was discussion of putting right now on this ultimate warrior figure there's a weight belt um and the weight belt is actually on backwards <laughs> normally when you wear like one of those weight belts you the buckles in the front and the, the the larger part of the belt is in the back to support your back well this belt is on backwards but originally this belt was set to be the intercontinental championship and for whatever reason they changed that uh that that uh that ruling when it came to the figures but um this ultimate warrior here uh had this as a kid 
I actually got this from a friend. I had a friend who had Hasbro's that was just getting rid of the toys, and he gave me a bunch of his, and uh, my buddy Dean, he had a whole bunch, and this Waltimate Warrior was one of them. Um, he liked the toys, but for whatever reason, he just decided to get rid of them, and he's like, here you go. I think, actually, I don't think he got rid of all of them. I think he got rid of his doubles, because he had more than one. So um, I have an Ultimate Warrior. This one, currently, it's in my hands that I'm looking at right now. I purchased off of an individual part of a wrestling action figure group on social media on facebook um and this came out in perfect this was in perfect condition um not a big fan of the jumper like i said the the, the jumper figures that hasbro has but um this ultimate warrior who i'm not a big fan of to begin with is probably my favorite ultimate warrior out of the bunch um his action is known as the the I can the warrior smash so the next one up is the million dollar man Ted DiBiase with the million dollar punch uh, and he also comes with the million dollar championship belt and this is the coolest thing about the the Hasbros is that the accessories are just wild um, the accessories are actually harder to find than the figures so I've had to do some searching um, and the accessories were just the, the easiest thing you could lose so for instance the big boss man's nightstick was something I probably lost I believe I lost a million dollar title at one time uh, Brutus Beefcake's uh, shears so this million dollar man I have in my hand is the the black suit million dollar man with the gold trim he has the million dollar punch you just wind that back arm up and it punches um, comes with the million dollar belt I got this at M&J video games and collectibles I had a, a million this million dollar man but the colors were fading the um, the the suit was the, the gold trim around the suit was really not gold anymore I probably should have kept it maybe I would have been able to go contact my buddy CJ Anderson on Facebook he does a um, he does uh, custom action figures including Hasbro's I'm sure he could have made me a nice million dollar man maybe the white suit million dollar man I've seen guys uh, customize their Ted DiBiase's um, even the the silver with the purple when he used to come out in the beginning uh, with that suit um, but yeah the million dollar championship belt I actually just got a few months back recently off of a guy on Mercari um, and the like I said the accessories are harder to find and if you do find them they're pretty expensive I've seen now early on in the action figure collecting process a couple of years ago I, I wasn't I don't know I, I was maybe I was cheap or maybe I was naive to think that these things wouldn't be as expensive but I tried to buy the demolition helmets off of a guy online and he wanted 35 bucks a piece for them I wanted to pay 35 bucks for all three and even I thought that that was steep and the guy laughed at me and was like you're crazy um, he had a whole Hasbro figure collection that I was trying to buy for 500 bucks and he was like this goes for three thousand dollars with you out of your mind you're gonna lowball me and I didn't realize you know what the what the game was like uh, but you know it can get pretty ruthless and since the 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 the, the Cardona uh, major figure YouTube video the prices on Hasbro's on the secondary market has gone through the roof eBay guys are jacking prices up but that's where you go to the era on Facebook you go talk to Petey Gleason you talk to Patrick Manson especially Patrick Mancinetti he got a whole bunch you know a while back you know doubles and triples he was just looking to get rid of um, and in great shape fair prices you don't you can't beat 
the prices over on the era uh, over on Facebook. Join the group. It's a lot of fun. Do a lot of raffles, um, Hasbro raffles and things like that. They're just a, a good group of guys that have a love for wrestling action figure collecting and just regular guys like you and me that, that, that love it and want to help others get to their their holy grail of collecting uh, and they've been doing a great job you know helping me get to that point but um i actually bought this dibiase at m j and video games and collectibles which was a much cleaner dibiase and then the belt like i said recently i think it was mercari or ebay i got a nice deal on the on the million dollars oh actually no it was a guy through the era thomas kelly i believe his name was sold me the belt uh so i have that with the million dollar man now apparently According to Cardona, the Million Dollar Championship belt um, for the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, is supposed to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine notches. But there are some DiBiase Championship Million Dollar titles that come with six notches. Um, he's a lunatic and has both, but I don't. I have the Million Dollar belt. That's all I care about. I don't care how many notches are on the fucking thing. But uh, this is a cool figure. Uh, like I said, cartoon element kind of representing who he looks like with the suit and everything um the million dollar punch um definitely dibiase was a big focal point of my figure federation at that one time um and like i said when i used to play with action figures when i was younger i tried to replicate the stories that were on tv didn't really do a lot of my own fantasy booking until i discovered that thing called the internet uh the next figure up is ravishing rick rude like i said i think it was one of my first that my grandmother got me um and rick rude has the the uh i think it's the rude awakening headlock now yeah, the 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 pictures here of the, the, the cards are a little uh, a little off, but he's got this pose, um, the purple tights. Um, as a kid, I loved this figure, but now it's like, it's okay to me. Like, I wish there was a little more detail in, in Rude's look uh, with, you know, his, his hair and um, even the tights as well. I wish they would have kind of added maybe, you know... Um, Rude was known for the airbrush on his tights with different guys and different things he was doing at the time, uh, whether it was a woman or like a big print of like lips or whatever. And also too, he his tattoo of the 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 anchor, the sailor's anchor, is not on either of his arms. So um, it's okay. It's it. I mean, like I said, as a kid, it was one of the first, so I loved it. But now as an adult, like it probably they probably could have done better with this one. Um, up next is. Acts of Demolition. Now, Demolition in the Series 1 used to come separately um, as singles. And they didn't come with the helmets until the Tag Team Series, which I'll get into in a little bit. But uh, the um, Axe and Smash here, Axe has the... Um, it's almost similar to Hogan with the Gorilla Press. It's the Axe Attack, and Smash is the Demoli Demolisher Smasher. So Axe's, um, Axe's uh, um, action is kind of like a Gorilla Press slam, sim similar to Hogan. Um, he's another figure where they kind of molded wrist tape around part of his wrists the tops of his wrists but they didn't paint wrist tape in so he's bare without wrist tape and smash doesn't have any wrist tape either but he's got one elbow pad on his left bicep um the smash figure is one of my all-time favorites i love the look of it i love the action it's pretty clean um the the 
just overall the demolition smash action figure is definitely one of my favorites um i i i I had an old one, the paint was worn off, I had gotten rid of it, and then I went and got a new one because I just love the I love the paint on this particular one with the red tongue sticking out, the color scheme, his hair slicked back. Um, I liked Smash from Demolition when I was a kid. Uh, the axe figure, I didn't really play with that a whole lot because I just didn't like... I thought, and I, I'm not a big fan of the Gorilla Press uh aspect of this axe figure i was kind of hoping maybe he would have had his fists uh clenched together similar to smash but um this you know it is what it is it's a it's a good looking figure but you know those are just my two gripes with demolition like i said they didn't come with helmets they were separate now i don't remember as a kid if i had gotten them both separately or if i got the tag team series with smash and crush and then i bought axe by itself i don't remember to be perfectly honest with you. i really don't but um the uh the demolition figures are some of the the most uh popular of the hasbro figures as well um next up for series one is akim the african dream with the it's called the body slam i think that's what it says here yeah the akim body slam um similar to the andre figure where his torso just kind of bends forward um this figure was okay. Uh, uh, the yellow and the blue make it pop. Um, it really looks like a cartoon version of Akeem. Uh, so that's kind of cool. But other than that, like, I don't have any really, like, you know, fond memories of this figure. Uh, other than maybe pretending, you know, him and Bossman are wrestling Demolition or Hulk Hogan or Randy Savage. But, yeah, didn't really have any too fond of memories with this as a matter of fact when akeem left the wwf i still had the figure and i didn't really do anything with him and i was trying to find things to do with him i think i might have i think i could be mistaken but i think i might have used him as tugboat at one point i could be wrong but i think i might have used him as tugboat tugboat similar body frame similar figure uh, the blue hat um but yeah that the, the akeem figure it's okay um up next the big boss man um now, when you put the boss man and Akeem together with these two action figures, it just reminds me of that iconic shot when they were used to be the Twin Towers managed by Slick. And the big boss man figure, he's a little bit husky around the belly area, comes with a nightstick. Um, similar, like, gorilla press arm motion. Uh, he's got a hole in his hand to hold the nightstick. Um, didn't have the nightstick until just, I'd say, about a couple of months ago when I found a, someone selling it on Mercari. And I put it in there, and it was just, like, it, it just fit like a glove. I loved it. Um, this figure's okay. Uh, this was when the big boss man was a heel, and he was tagging up with Akeem, and he was managed by Slick. Um, the nightstick could go for god i think i paid like 20 bucks for this but i've seen it go for a lot more um on ebay some ebay is one of the the places where it's really hard to find the accessories i have a better chance to probably find accessories through some of the guys over in the era on facebook than i do on ebay but i found this one i think on mercari and the guy uh, sold it to me for a decent price so um i was happy with that um if my wife is ever listening to this, she'll probably be like, you paid $20 for a little nightstick? What are you, crazy? Like, this is what you're spending your money on? But, you know, honey, I love you. So um, I know that won't make up for it if you're listening. But uh, nonetheless, this boss man figure was okay. Like I said, it, it, it represented, you know, his heel run. He was a little bit huskier. Um, 
wasn't one of my I mean I wouldn't say it wasn't one of my favorites to play with but um it this represented him pretty well at the time uh as a as a as a big nasty heel in WWF so um it's an okay figure and then we have Jake the Snake Roberts one of my favorite figures of all time comes with the rubber snake now I had Jake when I was younger. I had the snake. Um, I probably lost that snake at some point. And then when I started recollecting, I found a couple of loose Hasbros at uh, Ken's Cards in Berlin, Connecticut. And I talked about them on our previous recording. If you go find Ken's Cards and Collectibles, they got a great wrestling room, um, all kinds of great wrestling toys and memorabilia, things that I never knew existed. But uh, I got Jake from there. And Jake has the Python Punch is what it's called. And his right arm, you just kind of cock it back and you can see the spring in the side of the arm there and then it makes that noise in the background there you hear it um, that arm is pretty loose this jake looks pretty beat up i um I'll, I'll i'll be honest with you looking at it it's gonna make me want to buy a cleaner jake um the snake i just got recently off of mercari for like 25 dollars um and uh it's pretty cool i love it and i, lo I love that i got the to accessorize jake with it but i thought it was such a cool thing to have when i was a youngster if there was one gripe about this jake the snake uh action figures that he had no wrist tape um i'm big on little things and uh if jake had wrist tape i think it would have been over the top but nonetheless he didn't but still it's still a pretty cool figure um i'll probably be on the search for jake the snake roberts which the series one guys are pretty easy to find these days and, and at pretty decent prices so if you want to start a hasbro collection um you won't have a problem finding the series one guys um you know in, in in various forms whether it's moc loose good condition mint condition doesn't matter um and the final uh figure that rounds out the um the series one is brutus the barber beefcake with the with the sleeper hold um this is another jumper figure and this figure is okay um he's his arm is his, his left arm is able to move up and down or side to side um and you can use it in like sleeper hold fashion. It's also meant to hold the shears, which I currently don't have at this point, although I just saw a listing recently on the era uh one guy was selling two pairs of shears for 15 bucks a piece the 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 the, the barber shears were like orange so um for this beefcake and i probably lost those at a very young age this isn't a bad looking beefcake here um he's got pink tights with like the little black fishnets um in between and he's got the black fishnet like hand wrappings this is an okay figure um i always liked beefcake because of his color scheme and his funky outfits and i thought they could have done a little bit better with this one um even though it's a jumper figure it's not bad you can find beefcake there's beefcakes all over you can find shit hasbro kings on instagram um those guys have a ton of hasbros and they have a box full of beefcakes you can get as many beefcakes as you want this figure here though is more popular now to make custom beefcakes um i've seen guys make different color customs with beefcake uh different outfits um particularly the mega maniacs outfit that he wore as a tag team with hulk hogan at wrestlemania 9 um they also used the other beefcake part of uh series um i want to say series 
three or four, yeah, series three, uh, they use that beefcake as another custom as well. But beefcakes are pretty pop. Bruce beefcake are pretty po is a pretty popular uh, action figure to customize uh, with different color schemes and paints. And I'll tell you, there's some guys on the era that customize some great elegant action figures. My buddy C.J. Anderson did a Bret Hart for my brother last year. Uh, I got some. I got him doing something else for me uh, in the works uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, so. Um, yeah, he does some great work. Check him out. He's on. He's part of the era. Just look up C.J. Anderson. Drop him a DM. Uh, he can do just about anything. Does fantastic work on custom Hasbro's and other custom action figures. I mean, unbelievable stuff. But um, yeah, this beefcake was okay. Um, it got the hair and the eyes down with the crazy look. But uh, I'm not too crazy about this Brutus beefcake here. Um, I'll say that much. Um, and that is Series 1. Um, let's go on to Series 2 now. Series 2, I'm going to start with the American Dream, baby. Dusty Rhodes um, with the polka dots, the yellow and black polka dots. Um, I didn't buy this as a kid. I actually got this from my buddy Dean. And uh, this Dusty Rhodes is similar with the torso. You kind of like move it forward. Um uh, there's some scuff marks on this. This was played with. The, the, this is not the one I had as a kid. As a matter of fact, I had to... Well, my wife actually got this for me for Christmas off of eBay. Um, she picked this up and... Um, you know, I had to like show her the pictures of what the figure looks like, and um, she was kind of appalled at you know how much they wanted for it. It was like 50 bucks. So somebody she was like i do this because i love you but uh yeah i wouldn't uh pay 50 dollars for this toy but um you know that's why I, that's why i love being a figure collector the chase and the stories behind it so this dusty Rhodes is pretty cool looking with the 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 um he does the uh the dusty buster which is like the um the the, the the torso moving forward similar to Akeem and Andre the Giant from Series 1 um, he had molded wrist tape but they never painted it big pet peeve of mine apparently that will be throughout the process but I did like the wrestler cowboy boots that I've always was a fan of as a kid I always thought if you had wrestler cowboy boots you were related somehow so all the Wyndham's Magnum TA Dusty Rhodes all those guys the Funks everyone was all related because they wore wrestler cowboy boots um, this is not this is not a bad figure this is one of the um Highly sought after figures, whether it's loose or MOC, uh, you don't find too many Dusty Roads out there. Um, the the action works okay on this one. Um, this is basically for display purposes, but this is definitely one of my favorites. Um, the the hair and the facial facial recognition, uh, a caricature of Dusty. I love it. I absolutely love it. One of my favorites of all time. Um, up next is the Ultimate Warrior. It's a different Ultimate Warrior. This is the Ultimate Warrior with like a gorilla press. Um, option this ultimate warrior that i'm holding in my hand um i had him as a kid and this was one of the very few that i kept so um same head same hair um there we got neon green and like a neon like orange or red with like white tights and white boots and the different ultimate warrior symbols um Apparently, there's an urban legend out there that with this particular Ultimate Warrior, the nose and the face paint is always fucked up. But on mine, uh, I don't have an issue with that. So that's pretty cool. I've, I, I've been told that if you don't have an issue with the, the face paint and the nose on this Series 2 Ultimate Warrior, then you are in good shape. Um, I, I, like, I'll be honest with you. I, I like this warrior, but I 
liked the series one better with the jumper uh, but it definitely resembles everything about the ultimate warrior um, and just reminds me of when I was a kid and he would come out and shake the ropes and he had the colorful ring attire and everything like this is you know this all brings me back to my childhood and it's pretty cool so but this figure uh, nothing too special to write home about uh, but still cool nonetheless up next Jimmy Superfly Snooka. He's a jumper figure, and he's probably the jumper figure I like the least. Um, it's it's okay. Um, I had him at one point, and he was one of the last few that I had as a kid, and I got rid of him because I just didn't like the figure. But then when I started recollecting again, I bought him. Um, his arms action, the actions on the arms are pretty loose, um, but like I said, he's a jumper. Um, he's got the, 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 the I love you hand signal with his uh, thumb, index finger, and pinky finger on the right hand, and on the left hand, he's got his all five fingers up so it, it kind of you can kind of emulate the snooker superfly splash with the jumper he's got the uh the the island uh um like the the leopard uh ring tights knee pads and the ankle supports um not one of my favorites uh, but I, I remember you know he was good for you know battle royals and shit like that um, at one point, I think, too, uh, he was a head shrinker. Uh, he was one of the head shrinkers when I didn't have the head shrinker action figure. So uh, this snook has got some scuff marks on it. It's a little beat up, but uh, it's okay. Not one of my favorites, I'll be honest with you. And once again, no wrist tape, snook or wrist tape. So um, that's, that's an issue with me. You're going to hear that a lot uh, throughout this uh, recap. Up next, we have Hulk Hogan, part of Series 2 here with the Hulk Hug. Not my favorite Hulk Hogan toy. I had this one when I was a youngster and uh, didn't really use him a whole lot. Didn't like the fact that, uh, you know, he had the hugging mechanism. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but this is either one of the very few or the only Hasbro that uh, that, that, that did the hugging. Um, the details are great in terms of, like, the definition of his body, his shirt, his bandana, um, the colors, you know, everything. But, um, you know, I wasn't a big fan fan of the hogan hug pose on this figure so uh but i had him as a kid and uh bought him as a few years ago actually the same purchase with the series one ultimate warrior jumper uh guy was selling them both on on facebook and i gave him a call and these are pretty damn mint they're almost like fresh out of the box as they say so but i didn't really like how to play with it i didn't really use him a whole lot i i may have used this hulk to like you know pretend i'm cutting a promo in the backstage area well you know something mean gene but then he would come out to his different um hulk attire so um but it's a really i i have him for display purposes obviously um but played with wasn't played with a whole lot um continuing on with series two <coughs> excuse me as i my apologies clear my throat the honky tonk man now this honky tonk man i have in my hands was the original honky tonk man i had as a kid and it comes with the guitar uh for a long time i did not have the guitar until recently when i was on a accessories kick and i was purchasing hasbro accessories a guy had a honky tonk man guitar uh, for a pretty good price and so i snatched it up real quick because when guys post on the era with accessories 
they're gone in no time absolutely so um, this honky-tonk man here uh, there's a little bit of discoloration in the in the blue jumpsuit but I really loved it the detail with the jumpsuit with the musical notes um, honky's hairstyle the look it was like a cartoon version it, like you could pass this up for an Elvis action figure like that's how cool it was and at one point I do remember um, is the action still work on this let me see yeah, just barely, just barely the action works. Um, but, you know, sentimental for me because I always liked this figure and the way it looked, uh, the, the, the blue with the white boots. And um, I passed this up as a Jerry Lawler action figure at one point when Jerry Lawler joined the WWF and Honky Tonk Man was no more um, with my figs. Uh, me and my brothers used to pretend he was Jerry the King Lawler and we would sit him at ringside with the ringside table or he would get involved in a match. But this Honky Tonk Man figure is really cool. I, it's another another popular figure that gets repainted for customs. I've seen guys do crazy customs with this Honky Tonk Man, whether it's a red jumpsuit or it's the powder blue jumpsuit with the red trim. Um, or the all white that he wore, I believe, at WrestleMania 3. Um, the Honky Tonk Man is another very popular um, uh, action figure that gets repainted for customs. I've even thought about maybe um, sending this to my buddy CJ and doing a repaint and then just buying an original Honky Tonk Man because it, he's not one of the... He, he's, he's, he, you can find a Honky Tonk Man figure just about anywhere. But at the same time, I really enjoy the sentimental aspect of it, that this is one of the few that I had, still have, from when I was a kid. So I think I'll just keep it. Because, um, like I said, I'm not like an action figure snob. I need to have everything in mint condition. So um, that is the Honky Tonk Man for um, number uh, series number two. Um also in series number two is one of my favorite figures of all time hot rod rowdy roddy piper coming with a piper punch um i love this figure a lot of people don't like this figure because it's he's still wearing the kilt um i'm in the minority that I always felt Piper should have wore the kilt when he wrestled that it would have been i know it probably wouldn't have been comfortable but I think wearing the kilt would have been kind of cool because um, he could use the kilt to his advantage, put the kilt over a guy's head, you know, in a headlock or um, use it as some form of a distraction. But this here is, this Piper is an original from when I was a kid. Um, I don't remember when I got this. Actually, you know what? I do now, now that I think about it. <clears throat> this Piper I had purchased... Or I didn't purchase, but my friend Dean gave me. He had this as a part of some of his doubles and some of his Hasbros that he was getting rid of. And so um, this Piper was once his, and it has become mine. And, you know, the hot rod, the red, sh the white shirt with the, the red trim on the shirt, the red elbow pads, the kilt. Um, like I said, people say that, like, oh, this is, a, this is not a good figure um, because it's not playable because he's got the kilt on. I don't care. I, I played with it a lot. I even used it when um when piper went over to wcw in 1996 and played with the wcw toys so uh it was um this this roddy piper was used up to its full potential still in great shape the action still works perfectly uh and yeah i love this roddy piper this if uh, there's anything if i got a top list of figures this piper is up there 
Um, and this was the only Roddy Piper they made out of the series. So um, go figure. And uh, rounding out the series two, we have Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw with the, um, the two by four. Uh, actually, I got this hacksaw. Um, at uh, I believe it was at MJ Video Games and Collectibles, and it came with a different two x four. And um, I had found out that that wasn't the the original two x four. And so um, this Duggan figure is okay. It it kind of reminds me a lot of the Jim Duggan when he first came into WWF uh, from the Mid South uh, uh, territory with Bill Watts. He's got black boots with blue knee pads and uh, blue tights got a little bit of a belly um, he's a very bulky character but he's got the thumb up for the hoe and then uh, the two by four that's actually in his hand is uh, as a Jim Duggan original I had a, a friend of mine Jamie Garabedian who's actually uh, co-hosted a few of these podcasts with me over the last couple of years he actually had an extra two by four he had a Jim Duggan and for some reason he had two two by fours and he said here you go um, have at it. Um, it's yours. And I was like, oh shit, like you don't know how much that, <laughs> you know how cool that is that you just gave me an accessory. And I, I said to him later, I said, you know how much you could have sold that for on eBay? Um, and he's like, oh, well then I'll take it back. And I said, no, <laughs> but, uh, this Duggan figure is all right. Didn't play with it a whole lot as a kid. Um, I rebought this, like I said, M&J videos, but I had this as a youngster and this Jim Duggan was, it was okay. It was, um, it, it, it wasn't anything special. I'm sure from time to time I used him as, I might've used him as Hercules at one point. Uh, I know that, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, this Jim Duggan didn't get a whole lot of love from me. Um, cool looking figure, but I wasn't a big hacksaw Jim Duggan guy. And rounding out the um, the singles for the series two, uh, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase with um, the it was like a DiBiase stomp. Um, pretty much, uh, you uh, you you take the right arm and you lift it up, and then the foot, you know, the the right foot kind of lifts up, and you stomp your guy with it. Uh, this DiBiase has the green suit that he wore briefly. He didn't wear the green suit a whole lot, but he wore this briefly. And uh, this came with a million dollar belt. I don't have a million dollar championship to it at this time, but I am in search of one. If anyone uh, has an extra Hasbro million dollar man, Teddy Biasi championship belt to go with my green million dollar man, by all means, I'd be uh, thrilled. Um, this has a little wear and tear on it. Some of the, the paint is coming off the fists, so you can see the green uh, paint underneath the fists of the skin tone. Um, this is an original from when I was a kid. This is one of the few that I kept. It was like DiBiase, Piper, Warrior, Hogan, um, Honky Tonk, um, and I think uh, Ricky Steamboat and Texas Tornado, which I'll get into in a little bit. But um, yeah, this was a not one of my favorite DiBiases uh, the, with the, the with the green suit. Um, he definitely got played with fairly often. But um, I, what I did like about having variant different variants of 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 some of these figures was the fact that like they could change their outfits you know like you i could play with them and, and, and play with different versions of them with the exception of the hogan hug pose figure um 
it was kind of cool that like I could change out, you know, black suit DiBiase to green suit DiBiase because guys used to change their wardrobe, um, you know, fairly often or for, at least for big events, I should say. So this DiBiase here was it was kind of cool to have him um, because he, you know, I could change out his wardrobe between that and the black one um, and with the million dollar championship belt as well. And then rounding out the singles of series two is Macho King Randy Savage. Now. I had a Macho King when I was a kid, um, another figure that was given to me by Dean, and it actually came with the crown and the scepter, which at that time as a kid is like unheard of because, um, you know, you lose the accessories so easily, but he managed to keep the accessories, at least on this figure, and uh, I, as a kid, I didn't appreciate it, the, the figure. Um, one of the reasons why, once again, this is another Randy Savage figure that has molding for wrist tape and there's no wrist tape painted. So I thought that was stupid and silly. Like I said, you're going to hear that a lot. Um, but the crown and the scepter was pretty cool. Sometimes I would take the crown off of Randy and I'd put him on Demolition Axe or I'd put him on the Big Boss Man or I'd put him on Ultimate Warrior or I'd put him on Beefcake. Um, I think Duggan was the king at one point, actually on TV, so I put the crown on him. So um, the crown and the scepter was pretty cool. Uh, the one I have here currently in my hands, I'm going to take a picture of that right now so that I can post it with this as well. Um, this here is mint ass condition this is like minty of the mint mint when it comes to this macho king figure um my wife got me this uh figure for christmas along with that dusty Rhodes that i had mentioned earlier and i i mean i love my wife forever and will always you know for what she's done for me and how much she loves me and loves my passion for wrestling and podcasting and these toys but uh that was the best uh gift she had gotten me up until that point uh and she was like surprised at how much it cost and um i guess she she had learned through the guy that she bought it off of on ebay the guy said you're getting a great deal and you know my wife didn't really know the action figure market so she was like 60 bucks for this and the guy was like the toys are harder the the accessories of the toys are harder to come by but um, when I opened it and and saw it I was in love with it you know everything from the the the, um, the crown and the scepter uh, the, the the sunglasses on Savage he's not wearing a bandana you can remove the crown uh, the gold knee pads with the white boots um, he's got the uh, the action where like you you, you do like the sidewinder um, punch uh with the right hand um the, the the tights are purple and they say macho king on the back and white with the stars which you know i was kind of hoping i would see in the first macho man so they kind of made up for it in that route um there's a variant of this macho king figure that i don't have that uh i wasn't aware of until i started recollecting these last couple years that i'll get into shortly with another um with another series but out of all of the series two i would say this and the piper and yeah this and piper are probably my two favorites out of all of series two that i that i hold very near and dear to me um and then series two had an extension of their lineup with a tag team series and allegedly according to the urban legend um in the advertisements of the 
the Hasbro action figures. Um, they were supposed to put out a um, a Greg the Hammer Valentine and Honky Tonk Man Rhythm and Blues tag team uh, series. So there's an there's an ad in Toys R Us uh, magazine that shows a ring with um, actual like cloth ring skirting, which was allegedly which was allegedly originally supposed to be part of the the original ring but i'll get into that um in a little bit and in the ad which is actually they show it on the last page of this book you'll see the rockers smash and crush a demolition the bushwhackers and rhythm and blues all um featured and greg the hammer valentine with the jet black hair and he's kind of got the the similar look to honky tonk man with the white um jacket with the music notes but he's got black tights and white boots um, hockey comes with the guitar. Uh, the ring is priced at $17.99, and the action figures is priced at $3.99 a piece, which 30 years ago, that's just amazing. And then if you ordered, um, you would get free 8x10 uh, autograph of uh, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and the Legion of Doom. Um, and the, 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 if you went to Toys R Us as well, you would get the same thing. So if you either ordered them on, if you ordered them and had them mailed, or if you 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 went there, you got the autographs. But um, nonetheless, um, the Greg the Hammer Valentine never came out. And on the Major Figure Podcast uh, video, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, whatever you want to call him, manages to pull out a prototype of the Greg the Hammer Valentine Rhythm and Blues with the black hair. And they had produced, I think, like only like a handful of them. And he managed to find the guy that 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 got you know that, that that produced these and he bought one for like this ridiculous insane price you have to go back and watch this video like i said it's four and a half hours long if you want a history of hasbro action figures man you go watch it it's unbelievable um things i didn't know about um and i'm not you know plugging their shit because i want you to not listen to mine uh but my review of the hasbros are a little different because i'm just going by um my collection i have so far um what i had then as to what i have now i'm not like mint on card like i said i'm not like cardona and myers they're lunatics with the the variants and things like that but um yeah so the tag team series getting back to that the um like i said it was supposed to be bushwhackers ro uh, rockers demolition and uh, uh honky tonk man and greg the hammer valentine rhythm and blues well rhythm and blues was not a thing and so i think honky was then added to series two as a singles and they just went with the three tag teams now this is where you would get the demolition helmets when it comes to demolition so demolition would be smash and crush and by this point in time, Axe, I think, was already on his way out of the company. Uh, but um, Smash and Crush would come. And, you know, Smash, there was no changes to the figure. Um, there was, there was, uh, it was the same Smash figure that you got in the singles. And then, it, but it would come in a two-pack with Crush and would come with two helmets. And I remember getting Crush from... Um, my buddy Dean was one of the one of the figures he he gave up and he had the helmets and I then would stumble across three helmets I would end up getting three of the demolition helmets as a youngster so that Axe, Smash and Crush could all have helmets those helmets like I said earlier those helmets go for like 
35 bucks a piece. I've even seen guys charge up towards to $90 a piece for these demolition helmets, which is absolutely absurd. People that do that are just fucking assholes. Um, but, uh, you know, Patrick Mancinetti in the era, he's not an asshole. Uh, he's a good dude, and he... You know, he's, he's sold some accessories before and at fair prices. So if you're ever looking for Hasbro accessories, reach out to the guys in the arrow, whether it's Patrick Mancinetti, Petey Gleason, Davey Duncan. Some of those guys come across um, some pretty interesting, cool stuff. Uh, last time I checked, I think Pat was the one that had a bunch of accessories. But guys will, you know, that aren't admins will have stuff too. So um, at some point, I'm, I'm hoping to get demolition helmets. Now, mind you, I have four demolition figures, okay? So I have Axe and Smash that were came in the singles, and then I have Smash and Crush, which came in the tag team. So I'll probably buy four demolition helmets just to be safe. <coughs> but um, the Crush figure is pretty cool. I like I like this Crush figure. Looks like him on TV. Face paint color scheme is you know matches up. It's a little different from the magazine ad that I had just mentioned, um, but. Um, Crush has got the uh, the 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 sidewinder punch or whatever, um, and Smash's action is still the same. So Crush's Crush's action is similar to the Macho King one, but um, I like the Crush figure. I had it for a while as a kid, and then when I started recollecting, I had to buy him, and I bought him with like a group of other people because I had Axe and Smash already. So I had three Demolition, um, and of course, when I was a kid, man, when I had three Demolition, it was it it, it was. Survivor Series matches and handicap matches and you know Axe never left the WWF in my fig fed you know he stayed and he was you know the alternate and they would alternate guys and things like that so um, the demolition figures came out really great uh, Smash my favorite being one but Crush would probably be my second favorite just the way it looks and the way it plays and the way you hold it and like if it, the way it, it, you can hold it and play with it is a big point of contention for me. I like that with this crush here. Um, two figures I could have really given a shit about as a kid, but I had gotten them anyways, was the Bushwhackers, Luke and Butch. Um, Luke actually was a figure I had up until a couple of years ago um, in my collection that were just a part of the random miscellaneous with like Hogan and Warrior and Texas Tornado. And then I had to buy Butch um, at, at uh, Ken's Cards and Collectibles. Um, if you are a Bushwhackers fan and you want to start collecting Bushwhackers action figures, Series 2, the Tag Team Series, um, you will have no problem finding Bushwhackers uh, Series 2. Um, so the action on Butch here is similar to the Green Million Dollar Man. You're supposed to lift the, the right arm up and the right boot supposed to uh, lift up and then you let go and it stomps. Well, um, uh, yeah, I gotta lift the boot up because this is an old action figure. It doesn't really work all that well. Like I said, these are for display purposes. I'm not having, you know, 37 year old Royal Rumble figure, uh, you know, uh, fantasy matches in my basement. Um, but um, as, as cool as that would be, I'm just not doing it. And so the Luke um, figure here kind of is shaped like the Bushwhacker walk, which makes sense. Um, but. 
you know, the only real Bushwhacker that I felt that was easily playable was Butch because he wasn't necessarily doing the Bushwhacker walk. His legs weren't shaped like the Bushwhacker walk. But, um, you know, I wasn't a big fan of the Bushwhackers anyways. So didn't really have a whole lot of uh, playing time with these guys. They just added them to the collection because I needed to have them. So, um, they're, you know, they, they, they look like them, you know, missing some teeth. And uh, one of them's got his eyes closed. And, you know, Luke looks like Luke. They, they, they definitely look like, you know, what you would see when you're watching them on TV. So, um, yeah, this the, these figures, from a look standpoint, cosmetically, um, they, they hit a home run. Action-wise, eh, they're all right. Um, and rounding out the tag team series for Series 2 are the Rockers, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty. I was disappointed as a kid in these um, particular figures. Number one, because... Um, I, I was always a big fan of guys with the outfits that had like the flashy colors. So I loved Randy Savage. I loved Brutus Beefcake as a kid. The only person I didn't love that had really flashy colors was Ultimate Warrior. That was because he beat Hogan. Um, and I loved the Rockers as a kid. And so the Rockers here, um, they um, they have, you know, green neon green pants with... Uh, like a bluish purple trim around the waist and the wristbands um, knee pads are purplish blue and then they have like the leopard kind of like shin covers over the white boots with like the green tassels both of them their legs are kind of stuck together Michaels is I guess you could consider Marty Jannetty a jumper figure without the actual jumper um, piece um, on the on the back, and Shawn Michaels is another jumper figure with the actual mechanism on the back. Um, this Shawn Michaels I have here is from when I was a kid. It has a broken pinky finger, so this Shawn Michaels has four. The Marty Jannetty here I had to purchase at a Ken's Cards and Collectibles. Um, he, he's got a bunch of Marty Jannettys. I think he's got like ten Marty Jannettys. Um, Patrick Man. Cincinnati, a big Marty Jannetty fan over at the era. Shout out to Pat. He does a thing, uh, a raffle called Marty Party, where um, you pick a number, and then he's got a whole garbage pail, Home Depot bucket full of these Series 2 Tag Team Marty Jannettys with a number on the bottom of it, and if you get Marty's number, then you win a prize. So, um, I don't know if they're doing any more Marty Party since Jannetty has uh, uh, been in the, the spotlight least recently regarding his uh, criminal activity. But um, these figures were okay. Uh, a little disappointed because I was hoping for more flashier color schemes. I'm a, my favorite outfit the Rockers ever wore was probably the... the the ring gear they wore at SummerSlam 90 when they lost to Power and Glory, they had that like teal blue with like the other neon colors. And then another outfit they wore was from Royal Rumble 1991 when they wrestled the Orient Express, um, which is actually used on the on a later version, a variant of a Marty Jannetty Hasbro that I'll talk about in a, in a later series coming up. But uh, I was kind of hoping for something like that. These are more of the traditional early days of the Rockers where they weren't as flashy and colorful um, with their ring attire, but I get why they did that. These, these, these pictures were taken um, uh, during a period of time where that's what they looked like. Uh, cartoon very cartoonish version of their faces both sean and marty here um not the uh not the not the best emulation of them is what you see on tv but still you know decent looking figures nonetheless
All right, let's go to uh, series three that's in this book here. Open it up uh, on pages six and seven. You'll see series three came out in 1992. Um, part of this series is, I'll, there's two of them, I, or I should say three of them I don't have in this series. One is I call Purple Warrior. Uh, it's the ultimate warrior with purple and yellow, um, different uh head scan um same you know tan same body definition his actions a little different he's kind of has like a warrior stomp similar to the green million dollar man figure i spoke of earlier uh, never had that as a kid. Didn't even know that that existed as a youngster um, until I started collecting recently. So um, that's one I'm definitely on the lookout for. That one goes for roughly 50, 60, 70 bucks loose in good condition with the with the actions. Um, I, I've never seen anything cheaper than $50 like on an eBay or a secondary market, Mercari or even in the era. Um, so I might just have to bite the bullet if I want it to part of my collection and, and, and pay you know, $50 or over. Um, also, uh, what I you know who I don't have as a part of this series three is Coco Beware and the accessory of Frankie the Bird. Um, that one's not hard to come by. I've seen a lot of listings for that. Sometimes I've seen Coco with the bird. Sometimes I've seen him without. Sometimes I've seen just the bird listed. I think I even bid on uh, an uh, eBay auction for Frankie the Bird. Uh, the highest bid was like. $30 or something. I tried to bid 20 bucks. I got outbid. So, um, but you know, Patrick Mancinetti, I'm sure probably has some Frankie, the bird accessories to go with the Coco beware. Don't have that. And as I spoke of earlier in season series, sorry, series two, not season two. Um, there's a macho man variant that looks similar to the macho King, um, action figure from series two. It's only in series three and allegedly it's just, there's no crown, there's no scepter and it's the same looking macho figure, except it says macho man on the back of those tights instead of macho King. Um, so same purple tights, gold knee pads, white boots, no wrist tape, uh, the purple sunglasses with the gold stripes, but uh, no crown, no scepter. And I believe the card um, on the original Macho Man's a little bit different than the, the Macho King card from Series 2. Um, so let's get into the figures I do have that are a part of this series. Let me start off with Natural Disaster Typhoon. Um, I had this toy as a kid. As a matter of fact, I had it, I had it up until two years ago, but the paint was completely wore off. The action sucked. Um, I got some scuff marks on some of the paint on his singlet, but um, you know, red tights with the black and the red boots, and he's got the the the, the big belly. Uh, I thought this was a cool figure as a kid. I remember uh, as a youngster when these came out. Um, it was like I think it was during Christmas break uh, in elementary school when they came out, and uh, I asked my mother if she can take to the store to get them and uh as a part of christmas with my christmas money i ended up buying earthquake and typhoon at toys r us i think i even got uh, uh legion of doom because they were uh, a part of a tag team series that uh came out not long after the this series three here so um earthquake and typhoon um earthquake you know has the the on this figure that i'm holding here the earthquake has the um the, the tiger tattoo, but some of it is worn off and some of the paint on his blue singlet is worn off. You can see part of his name, Earthquake, and part of the design, but uh, that's just from wear and tear. I don't mind that. That's fine. Um, like I've said before, I'm not a figure snob, but uh, similar. Ba both, basically, both have the same action. Um, both arms can go up and down. The, the legs, you can do the seated position like the natural, like the earthquake splash on both earthquake and typhoon action figures here. These came as singles, not as, um, 
not as uh, um, uh, I can't you call it um, a tag team set. And the Earthquake one actually has, instead of his natural disaster tag team gear, it has the gear that he wore when he was a single star. The blue singlet uh, with the blue boots. Typhoon is the traditional typhoon that you all remember. Uh, apparently there was a tugboat prototype that was supposed to be a part of this set, but... Um, for whatever reason that changed and it got to typhoon so um then it was a, and that i think that's why they were singles i could be mistaken but um that's a rumor i've heard over the years um and if anyone feels the need to fact check me about some of these stories i've heard by all means i don't take offense to it whatsoever so uh if i'm wrong by all means you can call me out on it i'm not trying to be an expert these are just things i've heard um to the best of my recollection so um i love the earthquake and typhoon action figures the action works great on both of these i think they really look like what we what i used to watch as a kid on tv especially the earthquake one um typhoon as well they just both look good i use these guys a lot especially uh wrestling you know the natural disasters and other different guys um next up uh sergeant slaughter who i did not have as a youngster uh, i got this recently a couple of years ago the paint's kind of uh chipped on some of the areas but um you know this is a accurate depiction of sergeant slaughter he even got like the the details with his chin um so I never had this as a kid, never played with it as a kid. So this is the first Sergeant Slaughter action figure I've ever had that came a part of this. I don't remember. I think he was a baby face by this point in time when these came out in 92. Yeah, he must have been a baby face in 1992. But um, this is a pretty cool figure. He's got the one finger up. Aggies, maggot. And uh, with the camouflage, the fatigues and the boots, the hat, the whole nine. Just, you know, it, you can't go wrong with this Sergeant Slaughter figure. Definitely emulates uh what what i saw on tv uh up next mr perfect um yellow uh mr perfect and as a matter of fact now that i'm remembering this this mr perfect was also an original that i'd purchased when i was a youngster um i, I like this figure the only thing i didn't like is that it didn't come with a towel um and it didn't come with wrist tape because mr perfect wore wrist tape but um this is still a cool figure nonetheless it's got the action punch on the left hand um which is slowly starting to die um there's some wear and tear with some of the paint but for the most part um still a, a displayable figure i must say um not my favorite um one of my favorites of the hasbro series that i'm going to talk about is the texas tornado carrie von eric as i'm playing with you here in the background the um, this figure is cool. The red tights with the white boots and the red fringe and the white knee pads, um, the, the blue wrist tape. Uh, this was pretty cool. I loved Carrie Von Eric. I, my first exposure to him was in the magazines and through world class. And, and when he came to WWF, it was pretty cool. And then when they made an action figure of him, it was really cool. Um, I used to tag him up with ultimate warrior a lot when I used to play with these, this figure here is an original. It is what I had purchased when I was a kid. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of these guys from the series. Um, like, for instance, coming up next, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. I did not have him as a kid, um, but I have him as an adult now. Um, pretty decent looking figure very cartoonish uh, version of him although as I look at this right now um, 
the with with the eyebrows and the way that the eyes are designed on this action figure he looks asian but uh you know and that's not in a disparaging way it's just you know the first thing i can think of um he's got the 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 shin guard that he used to wear around his shin when he did the figure four um uh, as I'm holding him in the Texas Tornado here, the, the arms are pretty loose on Tornado. It still does the action. It's got some wear and tear on it, but uh, it's got some sentimental value for me, and that's why I keep it, and I haven't migrated or moved up to uh, a, a better working version of this action figure, but definitely one of my favorites of all time. Um, the colors, and I like a lot of red. Red's my favorite color, so um, that's why a lot of the guys that I've mentioned even in the, the previous recording uh, with some of the ECW guys and the, the, the Arn Anderson Galoob, I like the red. Red's just my favorite color. But um, Valentine, I did not have as a kid. Have it now. Tornado, this is the original one. Um, the tornado one it's pretty accurate from uh you know the the the, the body type and um uh, the look and everything uh, from what I remember on TV even has like a little white bandana underneath his bangs of his hair uh, definitely used him fairly often as you can tell based on uh, my description of you know how he's working um Another one I did not have as a kid, but I have it now, and I also have the nightstick with it, was the, as, as it's referred to as the skinny boss man. Uh, this big boss man's got a similar action to um, the Greg Valentine figure, and it's got holes in both hands to put the nightstick. Uh, this is a trimmed down version of the big boss man. Didn't have this as a kid. A couple years back, I bought him off of Patrick Mancinetti. Uh, Pat had to glue the right arm back to the mechanism of the toy, and he, got, he gave him to me for dirt cheap. Um, and, uh, my wife's friend has a little boy that came over to visit one time. He's about four years old. His name is Quincy and he saw the figures and he wanted to play with some of the toys. So I let him play with some of the toys and some of the, the, the beat up Hasbro's that I had, I gave them to him and big boss man was one of them. So I recently purchased this one and I ended up getting a nightstick too. So, uh, this is pretty cool. I like this boss man a lot. Um, the this is definitely the big boss man in his prime. The look with the the, the shirt, the nightstick. He was a little more trimmed down. Uh, definitely my my favorite of the big boss man action figures. Um, and definitely emulates the cartoon version, but also emulates him on uh, what we remember on television. Uh, up next from Series 3 is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Now, this is a different beefcake. It's got a different action. It's like a like a, a, a wind-up punch on the right hand. Um, and he's got the, uh, the the white leopard with the, 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 the pink and white fishnet. Uh, this was my favorite beefcake toy. I used to have the original. I, when I when I was a kid, and I actually just gave that to my wife's friend's son Quincy recently. Um, the action wasn't working there; the paint was deteriorated. But I ended up picking up this beefcake from Petey Gleason on the era, and the action. He told me the action sucks, but it's great for display. And I said, "Sure, I'll, I'll take it." And I'm um, in search for the black shears. It comes with black barber scissors, so. Um, I know that some guys have repainted shears before, but uh, I'm sure I'll find some beefcake barber scissors to go with this. And rounding out Series 3, um, probably my favorite of all the Hulk Hogan Hasbros is this one here. He's got an action where his left arm, you lift it up and it drops down. He's almost like the Hulk pose, except you the arms aren't together. Um, different bandana, different shirt, the tan's real nice. Overall, this is my favorite one. 
uh, of the Hulk Hogan Hasbro's. And out of all of these figures, I would say probably Tornado, Natural Disasters, Hogan and Beefcake are my favorites. Um, like I said, I don't have the Macho Man variant, don't have the Coco Beware, don't have um, the, the Purple Ultimate Warrior, but um, I do have um, the rest of these in this series. So that is series three. Um, and coming up is series four, which is one of one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, series four. Um, this was one of those that uh, I had, you know, I, I worked hard with my allowance to make sure that I got the majority of these guys, especially the Bret Hart one. Um, those were some of the the, the the Bret Hart one out of this series was, and the the LOD were my favorites out of this. And uh, I'll get into that shortly as we continue here with series four. But before I get into some of my favorites, let me get into uh, some of the figures I did not have as a kid that were a part of this series. Uh, starting off with the Nasty Boys. Uh, they include the tag teams into this series. The Nasty Boys came in a two-pack. I was not able to get them, but when I started collecting, I made sure that I got these guys. And actually, it's funny that you know I say this now, but what I remember when I bought these off of someone off of Facebook. I bought these, and I bought the LOD, and I bought the Natural Disasters. I bought all tag teams in one purchase so it's kind of poetic that I, I'd purchased them now as tag teams uh, but yeah these nasty boys these were these were kind of beat up but they um, these are these are pretty cool figures I like these figures um, I wish the shirts were a little more colorful wish that the wrist tape that is molded onto their wrist was painted but other than that like the glasses the shirts the they just look like cartoon versions of the nasty boys and this is pretty cool I really like them a lot um, the mullets and uh, you know Maybe they maybe they would have came with you know a, a cloth jackets or maybe even like the toy leather the pleather jackets and just say nasty boys on them. But other than that, these are cool figures. The way that they the way you can hold them, the way you can play with them, the action works pretty good on both knobs and sags. Um, actually, knobs' action works better than sags. Sags' action is um, near the end of its days. Um, uh, but you know, Sags has the like almost kind of like a gorilla press sort of action, as you can might be able to hear it in the background. But uh, anyhow, um, you know, his arms go up and down, and then you know, Knobs has got the, the, the swinging punch that, like, you know, uh, similar to the Randy Savage Macho King one that I spoke of earlier. Um, Undertaker has that as well in this series, but uh, yeah, these nasty boys are pretty cool. So I was pretty pumped when I got these, didn't have these as a kid, Don't, didn't really know anybody that did have these as a kid. So um, these were kind of hard to come by in my area, but uh, I love these figures, uh, I, they're low key some of my favorite uh, actors figures from this particular uh, line of uh, action figures, the Hasbros. Um, another figure I did not have as a youngster that I have now that I was kind of disappointed in when I got it was British Bulldog. Uh, looks great with the dreadlocks and the ring attire, and he does the gorilla press slam, but... Um, yeah, just not super impressed with the action in terms of like how you play with it. Um, his, his action otherwise looks great. You know, he does the big gorilla press slam, but uh, I don't know. I was kind of hoping for something more of like the power slam, uh, you know, action of sorts because that was his finishing maneuver. But, uh, you know, the knee pads, very detailed. Uh, the boots with the, the, the red, white, and blue. The knee pads, the Union Jack for the, the, the flag of the United Kingdom. Same thing with the Union Jack paint on the back of his tights. This is when he first started out in his singles run in uh, 1991. Uh, uh, 
you know coming back to the world wrestling federation and this this series came out actually in 1992 but um you know it's a good looking figure but i just didn't really care for the action too much um uh up next ricky the dragon steamboat the infamous ricky steamboat that has the 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 big uh like wings on the back the one that did the whole fire breathing gimmick this was a cool figure i liked it not many people like this version of ricky steamboat but i thought this was pretty cool when he came out as the dragon and he breathed the fire i mean you got to evolve at some point and uh, i didn't mind this i currently don't have the cape although there's a guy in mercari that has it listed that it's been listed for months and i might just pick it up even though i don't want to pay $35 for it uh, so this steamboat is actually an original I had bought as a kid um, he's got the, the the headgear on and the, the 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 dragon sort of like vest and the 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 armbands with like the flames on the side all red it's a jumper but this is it's a pretty cool jumper I like this particular figure um, not many not many of the jumpers are very popular amongst other people I've spoken to regarding the Hasbro's but this steamboat one makes sense it fits so hopefully I'll get a cape for that coming up plus the colors the red pants with um, the scales of the dragon on his pants and the scales of the dragon on this greenish vest just the, it just pops the the whole the whole figure pops and i really like it um these were the figures that i really wanted this series for and i'm going to start off with bret hart um this bret hart um is not an original i originally had this bret hart um from when i was a kid and i actually had uh, cj anderson uh do a repaint of a different color a different uh color scheme of bret hart and i gave it to my brother justin for his birthday because he's a big bret hart fan now uh not knowing this as a kid but obviously finding this out in later years um, there are two different variants of Bret Hart in this series, in Series 4, 1992. There is the Purple Heart Bret Hart, which I'm not sure if that's what I have because there's no heart on this singlet of the Bret Hart that I have. But um, this was this was right around the time where he was really making a name for himself in the singles run. Uh, he has the pink sunglasses, the black singlet, the pink pants with the three blue, black hearts, um, the boots, everything, you know, just matches what bret hart represented on television that figure his action works pretty decent this is for display purposes so um but i don't believe this is a purple heart brett i could be wrong maybe i maybe i am but there was a purple heart and a pink heart and uh, i don't remember which one i had as a kid i'm pretty sure i had the pink uh i'm, I'm almost positive i had the pink but if I had the purple, then I guess shame on me. The purple heart one is very, very popular, whether it's loose or whether it's carded. It's a very popular figure, one of the highly sought after ones because it was just some sort of variant that they had made up for no rhyme or reason. But the Bret Hart one here, especially when I went in the singles, was one of the ones I was really, really, I, I, I was... I wanted it bad. Um, that and this next one here, the Undertaker, which many people complain about this Undertaker figure because he wasn't taller than the other ones. He's the same height as the Brett and, and the other figures in this series. But I like it. The hat, uh, the gray gloves. He's got the purple underneath his eyes with the red hair and the beard. Um, 
it's like another cartoon version of what we saw on TV brought to action figure life. Some people don't like this figure because you can't take the hat off. I didn't really care either way, um, but I, I, I really like the figure, um, the detail with the, with the ring gear, the gloves, and the gray on the bottom by his boots, the hat, and everything. And there's different variants of Undertaker that I'm going to get into in this book that has been brought to my attention as well uh, regarding the Undertaker figure. And last but not least, a part of Series 4 would be the Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal, coming in a tag team series. This was the one I really wanted badly as a kid, and I ended up getting it. And I I love these figures. The They come with the, the shoulder pads. I guess um, Brian Myers brought this up in the Major Figure YouTube video a few months back that uh, he had said that um, it would have been cool if the LOD spikes had, uh, you know, the shoulder pads had come off. They were part of the accessories. But uh, um, nonetheless, these are still pretty cool-looking figures. Um, as a kid, I always wondered why Hawk was fatter than he was on TV with this action figure. But I guess the shoulder pads make him look bulkier. And Animal just looks so cool. Um, I have... On the Hawk figure, I have one spike that's missing on the right uh, shoulder. And then on the animal figure, I have one, I have two spikes, three spikes, uh, two on the left shoulder and one on the right shoulder uh, that are missing. Um, sometimes, you know, the, the spikes have had a tendency if they take a, a beating, um, that uh, you know they'll, they'll they'll bounce off now. As far as when I played with them as a kid, I didn't care about the shoulder pads. But at times in my wrestling storylines, when I would play with them, I would say, "Oh, the Legion of Doom are refusing to take their shoulder pads off. The referee is going to disqualify them." And um, yeah, they were just pretty badass. And you know, the red and the black. Like I love these figures. I absolutely love these figures. These were ones that I was like I was dying to get two years ago when I started recollecting I had to get these because they were just they were just so badass I absolutely love them um, I, like I said this series was a big series for me as a kid because I had to have Brett I had to have Undertaker and I had to have the 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 Legion of Doom. Um, I had Steamboat. I don't remember how I purchased Steamboat, but I didn't have Nasties at the time, and I didn't have Davy Boy, but now I do. Um, and it's also a big deal because there's a, a variant of Bret Hart, the Purple Heart variant, um, which is goes for big money out there on this on the uh, the action figure scene. So um, series number four from 1992 is finished, and uh, let's move on to series number five, which is a smaller series. It's not one of the more popular ones, but um, when I was a youngster, I had only one guy from the series, and that was Sid Justice with the blue uh, ring trunks and blue knee pads. He does the Gorilla Press Slam. He's got the blonde curly hair, the big tan. I thought this Sid was a cool figure. I used this Sid for different figures, different guys over the years. I think he was once a Chris Benoit as a member of the Four Horsemen. Um, I think I used him as a Dan Spivey at one point because Sid used to tag with Spivey. Uh, so... Um, um, this Sid figure was um, was was used a lot. Uh, like I said, the blue tights resembling, I think, the Royal Rumble uh, from from 1992 when he was eliminated at the end with uh, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. But um, this was a pretty cool figure. Uh, another one of those that I think a lot of the diehard figure fans have a hard time with because it's not taller than the others, like Undertaker should have been. Um, even like uh, Andre. I think Andre might be a... Sl I think Andre is a t tad bit taller only because he was known as Andre the Giant. Everyone else was the same height on these these action figures. But um, this Sid, the action works pretty good. It's like a gorilla press slam. 
uh, similar to the Series 1 Hogan. As a matter of fact, it's a, definitely a repaint of the Series 1 Hogan, just without the shirt. Um, so yeah, uh, I like this Sid toy a lot. Definitely one of my favorites growing up. Um, I made sure that when this came out, I was at the toy store for it. And honestly, I don't remember if the others, uh, part of this Series 5 that came out in 93 were, were, were even in stores. Um, like for instance, Skinner. Um, I just got this Skinner actually probably in like March, like right around the pandemic when, uh, it's funny when I left for work, um, and I came back home and they told us that we we're, you know, I worked at a school at that time and they told us that we were no longer going to be, um, working because the state was shutting things down. I came home and, um, I was talking with Pat Mancinetti and, uh, he's such a great guy on, on the era. You know, sometimes he'll just reach out to people randomly just to see how they're doing. He's a busy dude. He's a father with a couple of kids. Um, active social life from what it looks like on Facebook. Uh, he's a lawyer. So, you know, he does a lot of this in his spare time with, the, with the era and the figs and things like that. Huge wrestling fan. And so, um, he reached out to me and he just said, you know, hope you're doing okay. Um, things are pretty scary out there. Be safe, stay healthy and et cetera. And at the time when I was talking with him, my wife had, uh, had traveled to Portugal and as she was flying in the air, when she was traveling, that was when Trump made the announcement that there were no international flights. So I was worried that she was going to get stuck and she wasn't going to be able to come back home and how I was going to be able to pay the bills and, 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 and keep her, you know, fed while she's over there and, and a roof over her head, like with a hotel and things costing money. So, um, you know, he was very nice to, you know, bend an ear and listen. And then, you know, we were talking figures or whatever. Uh, and he said to me, if you need anything, just let me know. Um, I got, I got some stuff here and I just said, oh, I might hold back on some of my finances. Um, and then I think, I think in the same conversation, I said, Oh, what do you got? And, uh, he had a couple of things he had posted and one of them was Skinner. And, uh, I don't remember as a kid, um, seeing if Skinner was on the shelf, but the Skinner figure's all right. He's got the little, you know, alligator hat uh, with the, the the knife attached to the belt. You can't pull that off, but his action works pretty cool. You could take either the left or the right arm and you could stop both feet. Um, wasn't a real Skinner fan either way, one way or the other, but um, Pat gave me a great deal on this and it's in pretty damn good condition. Uh, like I said, era is where it's at you don't go on ebay unless you absolutely have to for whatever reason go to the era on facebook and talk to pat and pd and all those guys they will fucking hook you up with any kind of action figure especially the hasbros they got a hook up there but um this skinner low-key is actually a pretty decent figure with the action the, the the detail um with the alligator hat and the green shirt apparently there was a variant that was in a advertisement with a brown shirt but um uh that never made stores uh i think that was just a prototype for the the ad but uh yeah these um th this skinner here not a bad looking figure i must say didn't remember it i did remember however um rick the model martel which i ended up getting in the toy vault in the waterford mall a couple of years back um this rick model martel is a repaint from the randy savage uh series one and this time he's got wrist tape painted around his wrist um and that's one of the reasons why i like this rick martel figure so much the detail with the the He's got the pink tights with the pink boots and the pink uh, elbow pads with the white trim or the knee pads and the boots got the white trim. Um, this is such a cool looking figure. I, for whatever reason, I, 
I've, I've always been fascinated by Rick Martel. I've said this on another podcast. Rick Martel probably should have been an Intercontinental Champion. I think he would have been a fantastic Intercontinental Champion. He had such good heat as the model, but uh, for whatever reason, that just didn't happen. This figure here... I just absolutely loved it. The way the way you play with it, the way you can hold it, the 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 how you know the the action and the way it's used. Like it's just an under key underrated low key figure that I really like. Um, also, part of series five that I wasn't able to get as a kid uh, was IRS. Um, and this IRS Aaron R. Scheister, it's okay. Uh, his action, you take the right arm and the 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 right foot lifts up and then you let go and you stop the guy. Um, this IRS looks like a toy that you would find in a mcdonald's happy meal <laughs> that's the only way i could describe it um he's got this like bewildered look on his face the hair slicked back he's got the red suspenders with the tie and the white shirt uh didn't have this as a kid didn't play with this as a kid but as i got it i looked at it and i was like yeah it's okay it's 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 nothing real special um but nonetheless, I had to have it because I have to have all of the Hasbros, or at least most of the Hasbros. And rounding out that collection, here's an interesting story I could tell you about this one, is Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Uh -huh. This is a jumper figure, but this time he's got the cowboy hat with the jacket and the tassels on, this, on his arms. Um, and uh, the... the He's got the white jacket. It says, ooh, yeah. And on the back it says, Macho Man. Um, he's got like a purplish maroon sort of uh, uh, colored pair of pants with some green stripes and he's got white boots with the neon yellow laces uh, this figure's pretty cool and there's a special story behind this didn't have this as a kid didn't buy this off of anyone on those um, the action figure sites my wife has a friend whose husband has an estate clean-out business he buys contents from people's estates who have passed away or people that are moving and are getting rid of stuff um, and he buys the contents and then he auctions them off uh, for his business and um he needed some help with a house he had bought the contents of an estate from uh, a, an older gentleman who had passed away and he left everything to the lawyer uh, his, his his personal attorney and the attorney wanted nothing to do with any of it so that's how i ran across my wife's friend's husband his name is matt by the way and um so I helped him clean out this house and this individual who had passed away, God rest his soul, he, um, he had an affinity for um, sex, let's just put it that way. Uh, he had thousands of Playboy magazines and videos and toys and all kinds of other stuff and his basement was filled with stuff and we were cleaning out his basement one day and in the basement he had this obsession with Burger King brown paper bags that you would get at a drive-thru and he would hang them with clothespins on a on a on a clothesline in the basement like, like you would hang clothes and so i'm removing all this stuff and i go i, I go to uh take the bags off the clothespins and i guy I, I was gonna put them in a box because at that time we saved everything just to determine you know if anything was worth it i doubt that these burger king bags were worth anything but nonetheless um the uh i go to put the bags in a box and i notice that there's just some random stuff in the, in this one box and i look and it's this macho man action figure and i'm like oh shit this is cool now mind you it's my first day on the job okay um i'm gonna be working for this individual full time and the first thing he said to me he was like anything you notice like you know if you want to ask me um but if you don't um then just leave it and you know that's that well full disclosure um I didn't follow the rules 
shockingly, I know. And I uh, I ended up scooping this Macho Man, putting him in my pocket, and I've had it ever since. And so um, this Randy Savage is pretty cool. Like I said, I like the, the, the cowboy hat aspect with the, the, the fringe and the tassels on the, the side. Um, some people say that this isn't the best figure to be playing with because of that but whatever it's still cool i'm a big macho man mark oh yeah um so this is cool to have to add to my collection as a part of series five um this has been a decent repaint i've seen over the years from guys matthew DaCosta from the era i think he's repainted this particular macho man at one point um with a number of different variants so uh yeah i like this macho man a lot it's got some sentimental value to it i guess you could say i stole it but uh, Matt doesn't listen to my podcast anyway, so uh, that's that. But, yeah, that rounds out Series 5. And I think, you know what, for this Part 1, we're going to leave it off at that. Coming up in Part 2, we're going to talk about Series 6 through 11, plus review more of the fun facts from this Hasbro Maniacs book um, coming up in our next episode. So uh, be on the lookout uh, in the streams for that. And with that being said, I think it's officially about that time that we put this show down for the three count. And we'll see you all next time.